is like the only house in the world where you could accidentally have multiples of that cord. Right? Like when I tried to buy one mm-hmm. and I couldn't. Girls are podcasters, boys are musicians. That's probably not true. I feel like it's mostly the other way. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I wish I was a musician. It would be a far more dignified pursuit. Unfortunately, God gave me no talent aside from appreciating the sound of my own voice. We're uh, really subverting gender norms. Brave. I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. Remember when you fought me on saying that you were soft butch? Yes. You're literally a soft butch right now. Feel it. I I know. <laughs> I already did. This is the it's the first move when you see someone in a, a sweater that looks like it's made out of a teddy bear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like this morning I got up at 5.30 I worked at 6 I got up at 5.30 I had already set out my clothes from the night before mm. so I put my clothes on mm-hmm. got back in bed for 5 minutes got up again mm-hmm. brushed my teeth with the lights off called yeah. an Uber got to work worked for 3 hours went home and then got back in bed Do you want it know- was just like a dream <laughs> it's like I didn't even drink a coffee like I didn't eat food I didn't drink a coffee I just went to work put boxes away and then went back to bed <laughs> do you want to know something psychotic yeah I, I literally do that every morning. I lay, yeah. uh, My clothes are always laid out the night before. Yeah. I get fully ready and I get back into bed. I do that with too. With all my clothes on. <laughs> Until I have to leave. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Loading zone. <laughs> I had like my sort of a family Christmas here. Yeah. How did that go? Sweet. It went really well. I cooked so much food. Yeah. It all turned out. Good, good. I made three types of sandwiches, yeah. two types of stones, mm-hmm. a quiche, mm-hmm. and two desserts. What kind of sandwiches did you make? Uh, they were all tiny. Yeah. So I made smoked salmon yeah. and cream cheese on pumpernickel. Yum. I made tiny BLTs on cheddar biscuits. Cute. And I made like caprese sandwiches on uh, baguette. Oh, that sounds so good. I made cranberry orange stones and sun-dried tomato parmesan and basil stones and a salted caramel cheesecake and a carrot cake. Yum. And a caramelized onion quiche. Damn. Can we talk about funeral sandwiches really quick? Yes. So good. Yeah. You ever get stoked when somebody dies? Yes. You can eat the (laughs) tiny sandwiches? Yeah. Also, I know I've talked about this on the podcast before, and I can't remember if we determined that it was just a Quebec thing or not, but those little tea sandwiches that have cream cheese and maraschino cherries in them no east coast yes okay they back the, east yeah really good they had those Fucked at my up. grandmother's funeral mine too in april I was, my cousin and i were like are we eating gluten for this yeah go off <laughs> dude my mom was here the other day and she was home for christmas and she was she was like yeah my sister's still really having a hard time dealing with my mom's death anyways can't relate <laughs> Kiki. <laughs> I was like, okay, go off. True. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was so funny. <laughs> All right. All right. Should we talk about stuff? Let's do it. Merry Christmas, everybody, and happy holidays. Yes. We will record before Christmas again. Yeah, we will. Okay. We'll have one more episode. Mm-hmm. But, okay. you know. 
Happy holidays anyways. <laughs> because we won't record before the 23rd, so happy Hanukkah. True. All right. Um, do you want to start? Yeah. I don't know about this one. Yeah, so um, the Hallmark Channel, do you know what this is? It's like... the Like the Christmas special movie channel? Basically, yeah. Okay. So they had an advertisement that was playing during the films with mm-hmm. a lesbian couple in it and One Million Moms, the Facebook group. Do we know about One Million Moms? No. This is like this like right-wing Facebook group for like concerned mothers whose like whole thing is being like anti-trans and like anti gay like anti-lgbt basically yeah so they decided to boycott the hallmark channel okay which is a problem because of course they're the largest consumer of christmas propaganda shitty christmas movies yeah yeah so hallmark pulled the ad Mm -hmm. and then people were like hallmark's Mm anti-lgbt so then they put the ad back up (laughs) man that's yellow It's really bad. Yeah. I saw some takes that said that One Million Moms were just mad about seeing two white women kiss in a commercial because it reminded them of that really repressed memory from church camp that they have. (laughs) I think that it was a poor understanding of their demographic for Hallmark to do that in the first place. They shouldn't have had the ad in the first place. That's what I think. No one would have noticed if they didn't have a gay ad. Exactly. But they really tried to be gay rights about it and then... Yeah, because you know what's you know what's tanking every um, like every company's public relations in this country. What the gay intern? Yeah, the gay advertising intern mm-hmm. is like, what if the Hallmark Channel sent gay rights, and then yeah, they're just like demonstrating a whole like misunderstanding of like demographic information. And I know it sounds bad to like, but that is their demographic. It really is. Yeah, that doesn't mean that they have to do, like, keep the Christ in Christmas ads. They should just know better. Yeah, and then it's like, okay, so One Million Moms is going to boycott. Just ignore them. Yeah. But they didn't ignore them. So. Yeah, they they kowtowed to it. Yeah. You can't put it back after. They fucked up twice. Yeah. Like, Like you made your choice. It's gay rights now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like they they made a huge marketing mistake twice. Mm-hmm. And I like I I know I probably said this on the podcast before about like I really think when you when you make a mistake, you should just stand by it sometimes. Yeah, depending on what it is, but if it's going to be just as dramatic to go back on it, I don't really think you should do that. I just always think it's a bad look to flip-flop. Yeah. You know what I mean? To apologize twice. It's really bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because it's like, okay, no. Obviously, like, they're corporations, so, like, their interests lie with, like, consumers, what consumers want. Yeah. But it's like, you're really just driving the point home that this company stands for nothing and has no moral center aside from, like... Money. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, is it's like... Viewership, money, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I always... It always pisses me off because it's like, I don't care if corporations want gay money Mm-mm. that's all I they think want it's stupid that more i think that it's stupid that more corporations don't want gay money but i understand why they won't take it if that interferes with their court yeah but it rights. also drives me crazy when they're just do- posting like ads and stuff that have gay people in it because they know that gay people will give them money if they do it yeah of it's course. so transparent yes right mm-hmm. it's like 
Well, gay people will give them money, but more so than gay people, straight, straight people woke will people money. will give them money. True, yeah. It's, it's about getting liberals to think that they're woke. They're yeah. like, oh, I can support the DAP now, regardless of whatever questionable labor and or environmental practices they have because they said gay rights. Yeah, because they have like an ugly <laughs> chick in their ad. That's true. That's gay. Um, or it's not gay. I guess it's queer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? Being hot is gay. Being ugly is queer. <laughs> Listen, I didn't make the fucking rules. I'm just reciting them. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like hate to be like, you're stupid for not taking more money, corporations. Here's how to do capitalism better. But like, there are a lot of people who aren't capitalizing on those sweet, like, white, woke, liberal dollars oh, by yeah. participating. Dude, put a gay interracial couple in your ads. Oh, buddy. You're, you're going to be selling stretch jeans and fucking fun socks off the charts. Put, put like I don't know. a couple buzzwords on those jeans, like so, like a vagina, vagina, vagina across the ass. <laughs> Not a dirty Your word. Your back vagina. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I, oh, baby. You know what I don't understand is why more companies don't want to take fat dollars. Yeah. Like, I know that like one of the issues with capitalism is that like nobody could really ever require as much choice as we have. Yeah. But that doesn't apply to everybody. No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Plus size people should be able to get cute clothes, obviously. But like, it's just crazy how many brands don't want to bother. Won't go there. And I know like, obviously like fashion is like notoriously unfriendly to larger people, but it just seems like bad business to me. Well, that's what I always say about like restaurants and stuff, right? Like if you're a restaurant that does one thing, like you're a pizza restaurant Mm -hmm. or you're a sub restaurant, Mm -hmm. why don't you want to have gluten-free options? You should, of course. You only serve one thing. Yeah. Why don't you have a gluten-free pizza? Yeah, It makes absolutely no sense to me. Mm -hmm. You can upcharge the shit out of that. I I think it's honestly just because like... Old guys who don't know about stuff are yeah. in charge of companies. That's why they need more gay interns. They Okay, so, like, it's like, do we side with the gay intern? Like, the gay intern... Real internal struggle the, happening here. The gay intern gives and he, he takes. takes. Yeah. <laughs> and he taketh away. <laughs> but this podcast has a very complicated relationship with the gay intern. Judas is like Jesus' gay intern. That's true. Yeah. Lady Dada wrote a song about it. She did. <laughs> After she said gay rights at the 2009 <laughs> Grammys. Oh my god, I have thought about that every single day since I found out about it, and it's going to torture me for all time. For God and the gays. We talked about this on the podcast, so I can't talk about it again. Did we? I don't know if we did. Maybe I've just told <laughs> everybody I know about it because I'm so upset. <laughs> Lady, people don't believe me also, and I have to bring up all the articles about it. Lady Gaga wore the meat dress to the 2009 VMAs, and a bunch of people wanted to know, they were like, what can she mean by this? Does she mean, like, don't objectify women, I'm not just a piece of meat? Is it, like, a critique of the factory farming system? Is it, like, you know, any other- Rape culture commentary, yeah. Yeah, is it something about, um- the the use and the like cruelty against animals in the fashion industry like what could it pass any one of these many things that made sense and she said no i'm wearing the meat dress because i'm protesting the don't ask don't tell anti-lgbt policy in the american yes. military 
Lady Gaga wore a dress made out of meat for gay rights in the military. Yeah, she did. She did that. Dude, being a celebrity... Serve and protect. Being a celebrity rots your fucking brain. Okay, so I know Plud. Very good song. Who the fuck sings it? One second. I gotta look this up. Okay. Anti-top, hardcore banger, serve and neglect. Oh, I you've shown me this song before. So Very good. good. Um, um, by down to nothing. Down to nothing. Mm-hmm. Nice. Very good. <laughs> Hell yeah. Every um, time someone says servant and protect, I'm like serve and neglect. And am I like, right? And then I'm like, man, that song bangs. I should go listen to it. <laughs> I did actually know that about Lady Gaga. Unfortunately. No, it's like when she did the paparazzi performance at the 2008 VMAs and she like hung herself on stage and people were like, oh, what's it like? What's the what's it? The commentary. And she was like, it's about Princess Diana. Dude, no, <laughs> you can't. You, you can't. Give people me thought a- it was the same year that uh, Yves Saint Laurent killed himself. And people were like, oh, is it like commentary on like celebrity suicide and like mental illness? And she's like, no, it's about Princess Diana. Okay. Um, <laughs> was she like this before she was a celebrity? Yes. Did we, what happened to her? Like, I'm, She went to a private school. Okay. So this is the entirety of the art world. She went to the same private school that Nicole Richie... Or, sorry, um, Paris and Nikki Hilton went to in New York. Oh, so she's re- always been really rich? Yeah, her parents are like, have money. Oh, okay. Like Italian money. Of course. I'm just such a linear thinker that, like, the problem is when you present two things like that that don't go together to me to, at all, and there, there's, like, there's no way you could possibly even stitch them together. It's just going to swim in my brain for, like, until the next time I get hit in the head. I'm sorry, I just told you about the paparazzi one, it's, too. It's okay. I'm just gonna be, like, it sucks, because I like Lady Dada's music, some of it. Yeah. Um, Her first album banged. Yeah, first two were quite good. And there's, like, one good song on Joanne, and then other than that, I don't really need to talk about it at all. No. But... <laughs> uh, there's there's just uh, yeah. I uh, let's move on. Okay, please. <laughs> All right. So it's been in the news this week that. The United States is proposing a tobacco ban for all persons under 21. Okay. So you can currently buy tobacco when you're 18, which is the same as here. Sure. Um, but it will be raised to 21 because it's like they just keep imposing more and more sanctions in order to combat the like, uh, epidemic of vaping that's sweeping the youth. So they want to make it the same as uh, drinking. Yeah. Okay. Which is, like, it's kind of crazy that the drinking age is 21. Can they bring back menthol cigarettes if they're going to make it at 21? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Can we get mango jewel pods again if they're going to make it at 21? I mean, they're not going to make it at 21 here. But Maybe like, they will. I doubt it. I doubt it. That's fine. Dude, the states is so stupid. They're like, <laughs> let's set the drinking age super high. To after you graduate from university. Yeah. Great. Great. That totally made sense. Yeah. What's the point of it being so high? They all know people start drinking when they're teenagers, same as here. I honestly don't understand, but what I do know is that... It should be 18. Some states have it less than 21, Yeah, but it means that they don't have their 
public road service paid for by the U.S. government. They have to pay it through state funds if they want the drinking age to be lower than 21. So they can't get their highways, like, looked after if they make the drinking age lower than 21. Dude, so that's why most states just leave it at 21, because they can't afford to take care of their highways, right? That's so stupid. That's why the highways in Georgia are, like, horrible. Oh, that's so stupid. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Don't fact check me. <laughs> yeah, don't fa- don't ever don't ever ever Heard fact check come in podcast. my DMs or my mentions with something you would say is a fact that disproves something we said on this podcast. <laughs> it's not what this is about. It's not in the spirit of the podcast no. or the listenership that we're trying to cultivate. So fuck off with your your facts and your fucking logic too. Exactly. None of that. It's not called smart bitch media, okay? No. Plus, if I wanted to ever acknowledge that I was wrong, I would go back and apologize to all the people who I've ruined perfectly fine relationships with <laughs> and make amends for all the problems I've caused them. <laughs> Dude. Podcasting 12 steps. Yeah. That seems like the worst part of the 12 step program. Making amends. Yeah. That and uh, the ordinance religion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, that reminds me. I could never go to a meeting because I would, like, never show my face to other people on purpose or, like, join any... I could never go to a meeting because I would never join a club, you know? <laughs> Yeah, it's like And I think a, a lot of people <laughs> have had, like, substance problems are probably also similarly too cool to ever join a club. That's why online support groups are great. Yeah. It does... It's not the same. That I guess so. a club. No. That's been proven. Absolutely not. It's been tested and proven. The only reason why I can even, like, refer to myself as a comedian or hang out with other comedians is because we've all just kind of, like, loosely established that we don't officially come together to do our shared interest. Yes. You know what I mean? We don't operate as a group that has any sort of obligations to each other. Well, I would never go to, like, a writing group. No! Oh my god, that would have to implicate that there is even one comedian in the city who's writing our respect. Yeah. Just kidding. I like yours, but I just... I like yours too, but that's why we work together. I just send you personal text messages. (laughs) Or videos. Videos. (laughs) Go get some writing tips from fucking... (laughs) Probably whoever else would show up to that. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) never written a joke in his life. All of his fucking jokes are like just actions and sounds. (laughs) He's like... That's the duck portion. He's like... That's the dog portion. Have You're you right. ever seen him? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, I just don't really think raising the ban, raising the age for tobacco is going to do anything. No. Here's the People th- are just more likely to smoke the illegal weed carts. Yeah. Here's the problem with, like imposing stricter regulations and like people in the united states don't understand this because they're like very like crime and punishment and like blah 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 the law and law of the law or whatever um it's like being austere when it comes to things like tobacco and alcohol and like imposing all these laws and raising the age is not in conjunction with like any sort of like harm reduction 
practices, no. it's not going to. It's only going to scare away good kids who wouldn't do it anyways. Yeah, basically. No one who, <laughs> like, is going to smoke and drink gives a fuck anyways. Well, it's like, okay, if my friends could get cigarettes when we were 14, mm-hmm. you really think it's going to do anything? Yeah, literally. I was... Yeah, I started smoking when I was, like, 15. Yeah. It's not hard. No, of course not. Everyone who's done a smoke anyways either has an older brother, an older boyfriend, or a parent that they can either get cigarettes from or steal cigarettes from. Yeah. Like, it's... it's They're not going in with a fake and buying cigarettes most of the time. I doubt it. Why would you do that? What you're doing is you're putting more fines on young people. Like, you're introducing more young people to the criminal justice system. But that's what they want. I know. Just makes me... (laughs) It's probably a convenient excuse to find teenagers. I think the U.S. has some serious debts that they want to try and pay off through stricter tobacco bans. Of course, probably. They could just try to... They could be open about it and just tats the fuck out of them. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I'm they sure could that, do that. I'm sure they already have, but they could tats them even more. Bring back menthols. <laughs> okay, okay. Bring back Captain Black, said no one. Sorry. It's, <laughs> I hate Sadaras. Ew. I don't even care about menthols. I just think that nobody's talking about the fact that Obama banned them in the posts in the wake of 9-11. Yeah, what's that about? Right. I have some questions. Yeah. Nobody's talking about this. <laughs> in a post-9-11 society, is a menthol ban really what we need? In this essay. <laughs> why? Why is every, every fucking think piece on the internet... Through the lens of 9-11. Post-9-11 or post-2008 fi- financial trash. Nothing has ever happened, apparently. Nothing else has happened. Post-Joker. True. Damn. <laughs> Post-Columbine. Yeah. Post-Sandy Hook. Mm-hmm. Post-Gwen Stefani confirming her relationship with Blake Shelton. Uh. That's really the ripple effect that's going on in my life. I told a woman at work the other day that like or um that Gwen Stefani and Gavin Rossdale divorcing was my 9/11 and she cried. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're doing God's work at your job. Yeah, um anyways, bring bath menthols. Let teenagers smoke, who cares? Let them get it out of their system. I feel like people like The problem with vaping is, like, people weren't smoking. The problem with vaping is that it's making tobacco cool again. Yeah. Right? But the job of tobacco companies is obviously to make it cool. Of course. So what are you going to do? Nothing. Just... Unless they literally ban tobacco, nothing's going to change. Even then, it's just going to promote a black market trade. Yeah, of It's course. probably just products are going to have more shitty tobacco, more tobacco People in them. get more cancer. Even more additives. Yeah. yeah. So, legalized tobacco? <laughs> yeah, legalize it. Okay. People who smoke cigarettes are cooler than people who smoke weed. Yes. Okay. And people who smoke cigarettes are cooler than people who smoke vapes. Yeah. Smoke vapes. This bitch said smoke vapes. 
Honestly, I'm kind of glad I never got into vaping because I feel like I would just do it constantly because you don't have to do it outside. Yeah, you'd be addicted to juuling. Definitely. I convinced my friend to go back to cigarettes because she was literally just like lying in her bed and juuling all day. <laughs> and half a jewel pod is like one pack of cigarettes. And she's yeah. going through like two pods a day. And I was like, how many, how, like, how many packs do you smoke a day? Mm-hmm. She's like, I smoke like a pack a week. I was like, start smoking cigarettes again. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Dude, I've, I've been listening to this book, and it's, like, narrated by a British chick, and she keeps talking about, like, okay, so the book talks about Adam Smith a lot, and they, they keep talking about things that were, like, illegal back in the day, so she keeps having to say dueling, <laughs> as in, like, dueling with swords or yes. pistols, but it sounds like you're dueling. She's, like, you know, a long list of anything that are, are illegal. She's, like, she's, like, murder, theft, adultery, dueling. <laughs> <laughs> they knew something <laughs> all right speaking of dueling um new marvel movie coming out kumail nanjiani from silicon valley got like jacked for it people are disturbed uh understandably in my opinion because some people aren't meant, meant to be, to be hot yeah First of all, is the first thing I'll say. It looks weird to have his he head on a like hot body. He looks like that really jacked kangaroo. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... I kind of feel bad for his wife. Why? Because that's not what she signed up for? Yeah. And he's... She obviously like skinny guys. Yeah. Or more so, like, I think it has to do with, like, not having an alignment in your lifestyles. Yeah. You know, it's like, not only did she not sign up to date a guy who looks like that, maybe she loves it. You know what I mean? Maybe she bought low and she's going to sell high. Sure. It's hard to say. Maybe she loves it. Um, or maybe that's not what she's into. Yeah. Looks wise. Hopefully it's just for the movie. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, it's like, that sounds bad. Like, you know, you, you shouldn't say that, like, as if people people that you are in a relationship with are, like, assets and you want them to, like, remain consistent or something. No, but it's real. But it's, like, very far away from what he was before. And moreover, like, he openly admitted that all he's talked about for the last year is, like, nutrition and working out. Uh. And it's, like, obviously he wasn't like that before. So it's, like, how... Yeah. How annoying must that be? Especially be if she's not so into that at all, which she probably isn't if she's marrying fucking Kumail Nanjani. Yeah. I don't know. I just have to assume they're no, that's just, an like, interesting perspective. Nerds together at all. Well, I think about it sometimes. Just like I always usually end up dating guys who like to work out and who like to eat, but it's like I like both of those things. Yeah. So but it's fine, but also it would be fucking annoying for me if that's all. If that's all they talked about. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I usually date girls like, work out and stuff, but it's not the only thing they do. I like that my discussion with my boyfriend about exercising never goes longer than, like, oh, what did you do at the gym today? Oh, you bench press? Oh, that's so cool, babe. Literally, yeah. <laughs> like, how much, you know, how much did you lift? Oh, cool. That's more than I weigh. Moving on. Just asking, like, <laughs> just asking to be nice. You know yeah. what I mean? I was like, how was your day? Oh, work was good. I ran on my lunch. You know, like, it's That's like, it. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to get into it. No. <laughs> Is this, the, like, the superhero diet that all these fucking celebrities have done for Marvel movies? Because I kind of think Marvel's a cancer. 
Marvel is a cancer, and I think kind of... I don't know which way public opinion sways about it. I think it's probably... People don't like hearing about fad diets anymore. No, absolutely not. People are very disturbed by the idea of a celebrity losing or gaining weight for a role. I And I think that that's honestly... That's positive. It is. Because um, I hope that people are starting to reject fad diets because they're all based in pseudoscience. Yes. The only... (laughs) Like, obviously, I shouldn't have to say this, but the only thing that works for losing or gaining weight is messing with the amount of protein and calories that you eat. Yeah. (laughs) That's... I mean, working out, but... Yeah, but I mean, like, regardless, like, in terms of diets... Yeah. The only thing that changes your weight either up or down is altering the amount of calories you consume. Of course. That's literally... And the type of calories. Yeah, but I mean, like, even within reason, it's just, like, you should be eating, if you're trying to lose weight, a small amount of calories and a decent amount of protein. Otherwise, you'll just get skinny fat. Yeah. But, like... (sighs) The worst. (laughs) Listen. Speaking (laughs) as someone who... (laughs) As a skinny fat person myself. um, Obviously, he's on steroids. Yeah, for sure. He's extremely on steroids. And the fact that nobody's talking about this in, like... This is how it always goes, though. But, like, obviously nobody's talking about this in, um, like, the media. No, they don't want to talk about it. People are tweeting about it online, obviously, because, like, everybody knows. He's so clearly on steroids, though. That's the thing. You can't... Because you you can tell. You literally... You can't do that in a year. No. You can't. No, you can't. It doesn't matter if getting fit is your job... He's also, he's pretty old. How old is he? He's in his, like, late 30s? Stop being in his late 30s. Yeah. Well, my thing is, like, when someone builds muscle on steroids, you can tell because of the way it distributes. Well, even if he put on that much money, he's 41. Okay. Yeah. So you can't pack, first of all, you can't pack on that amount of muscle when, um, even if you're completely untrained going into it. When you're 41 years old, like, yeah, maybe if he was 21. Maybe, but that doesn't If he was sense. eating, like, crazy. Yeah. But then it's, like, the other thing with steroids, too, it's not even that you... Obviously, you build more muscle than you would be able to um, relatively quickly, but you build more muscle while staying leaner than you should be able to naturally. Exactly. So maybe he could put on that much muscle, but he would also have 25 pounds of fat on top of that for him to be able, and then he would have to spend another half a year or whatever getting to look like what he looks like now. And that would be honestly a genetic anomaly. (laughs) Yeah, it'd be impressive. Yeah, exactly. I think that what people do with their bodies is, like, up to them. I, I don't care. I just think people, people should admit that they're on steroids. Like, they shouldn't make it sound like it's something that's actually achievable. Yeah, I do, I do too. I do think that it's kind of unethical to not admit... There's some cases where it's, like, so obvious. Like, you see a picture of, like, Bella Hadid. Oh, my God. Before yeah. and after or something. You obviously know she's had work, right? Yeah. But at the same time, it's, like, I think about when I was younger and I would, like, see all these pictures of, like, Kylie Jenner and stuff. And I'd be, like, oh, my God, I wish I looked like that. And it's, like, okay, it's unethical for people to be molding themselves after these things that just don't exist. 
in nature. Even if someone's a complete genetic anomaly, it's like, okay, they only look like that when they're like in their like mid to late tw- teens and maybe w- until they turn like 23. Yeah, then it's done. Then it's done. Um, there's probably Photoshop involved. There's probably like professional nutritionists and personal trainers and photographers and makeup artists involved. Plus there's Photoshop and plastic surgery. Yeah, so it's not achievable. That person never even looked like that. No, that you doesn't know? exist. Exactly. It's an illusion. Yeah, exactly. Even in probably those photos of Dumil Nanjani, like obviously like that's t- that picture was like taken professionally. He probably didn't eat beforehand. They probably adjusted the lighting. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Like you can't, it's unethical to be presenting those images. It without, is. um, kind of showing <laughs> what created that. And then obviously people would be like, oh, well, it's unethical to promote steroid use, but it's like, well, what do you think is happening? You're either giving people body dysmorphia because they expect that they should be able to look like that naturally. Yeah. Or... You're telling people the honest truth about... Yeah, and then you're claiming that that's the promotion of, like, plastic surgery or steroid use. Yeah. It's like, and people, the problem is that people don't even realize that they have body dysmorphia sometimes. Yeah. Like, people don't realize that they actually can't tell what they look like. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know. For me, it's becoming more and more (laughs) apparent every day that I truly have no idea what I look like. I weighed myself today. Oh, no. That was a big mistake. Let that go. Um, I think the mirror and the scale need to confer with each other because what is going on is not making sense, so... It's impossible to know. Could really be anything, it's hard to say. Could be the camera, could be the mirror, could be your brain, could be the scale, could be none of those things. I keep thinking that I'm so fat, and then I see pictures of myself, and I'm like, Mm. oh my god. Yeah. I was like, ew. (laughs) I look really skinny. Yeah, basically. It's dead. It's normal. Whatever. Tell people if you're on steroids. <laughs> I bought pants that were th- literally, I have to imagine, like, two or three sizes too big for me because I just have no idea what size I I am. did that, too. And then I brought them home and I was like, I have to return these. Yeah. I bought pants in a size eight and I was just swimming in them. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what was I thinking when I... Sorry. Not, no flat. So I'll just... <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, Marvel is a pox, I would say, on yes. on society. And it, the number one um, ramification that I would say is having the biggest effect in my life is I'm going to shoot myself in the mouth. If I ever see a guy working out in a Captain America Under Armour t-shirt at the gym again. Oh my god. The spandex t-shirt. All this to say... Uh, it's, it's, I don't have thoughts about Camille Nanjani being jacked now, except for that it looks weird and he should just cop to doing steroids. <laughs> yeah, he just needs to be honest about it so that we can all just move on with our lives. Well, they all do. It's yeah, like, I don't, and I don't understand why, um, they can't admit to it when they get jacked because you know that, like, celebrities are, I guess they don't admit to it when they're, um... When they're losing all this crazy weight, they're obviously doing that with the help of some sort of pharmaceutical yeah. help also, but at least like fucking like Christian Bale and Anne Hathaway admitted to the psychotic things that they ate when they were losing like 50 pounds for rolls. Yeah. Anne Hathaway ate like just apples, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think Christian Bale ate a single can of tuna a day. Yeah. Put speed back in diet pills, guys. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 
trying to be on that Karen Kilgariff type beat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bang my line if you want to know which trough pills in Canada still have a pseudoephedrine in them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> All right. Should we talk about Tim Hortons? Yeah. It wouldn't be a Canadian podcast if we didn't talk, talk about, about our Tim beloved Hortons. coffee chain and the new ways in yeah. which it's... Uh, <laughs> finding novel methods to abuse the homeless yeah so tim hortons is a canadian coffee chain that's really shit it's like our dungeon donuts basically. yeah but like worse mm-hmm. and they've come under fire quite a few times in the past couple of years most recently when the minimum wage in ontario was raised to 14 dollars mm-hmm. because they're franchises and a lot of franchises are saying that they couldn't pay their workers that much money yeah, fucking right. Remember that? Yeah. And most recently, one of the franchises in Ottawa, right in the downtown, put up signs that said um, that you only have 30 minutes to consume your food or beverage before the police would be called. Okay. So people are upset, obviously. Um, and, like, Tim Hortons basically was like, it's a franchise. Each manager can do whatever they see fit. Mm-hmm. And it's like... People are upset because they say that it's targeting the homeless, which is obviously true, Mm -hmm. but it's complicated because I've been in that Tim Hortons Mm -hmm. and there really is a lot of bullshit going on. Yeah. And people need somewhere to be inside, but I really don't think that it should fall on businesses to provide that support where our community is failing people. The problem with this entire city is that it's basically set up like a lot of large uh, North American cities and cities in general to make it so that there's essentially nowhere for homeless people to go. Yeah. Even, like, I get so frustrated, but our benches are, like, cut into, like, yeah, exactly, three seats or two seats and one seat. Which is obviously for the express purpose of preventing preventing homeless people people from sleeping. Unless they're small homeless people, in which case, fuck you. They're going to do it anyways. Yeah. But yeah, that's the thing is it's like, I, I kind of like, I don't think that it's right, but I understand why the manager at this Tim Hortons felt the need to do something. Because when you are in a location like that, Mm -hmm. it's like (laughs) people are buying one coffee and they're spending all day there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, they're they're going to be causing problems and it's not their fault, mm-hmm. but it's affecting your business as well. And it's like, what are you supposed to do? I guess not operate a Tim Hortons on Queen Street. <laughs> no, I guess so. Yeah, yeah that's the solution. Honestly. But it's like... <laughs> if you can't... But it's like, you have to understand if you're a business that has things for sale for $1 and you're in the well, downtown yeah. core... It's so cheap. Yeah. Of course. Then, like... That's gonna happen, like, obviously, they can't just put up a sign that says no homeless people. No. The same way that the government also, even though this is the implication, they're not just running around, uh, they're running around putting spikes on things and, like, cutting benches into seats and, like, promoting other forms of hostile architecture. They're not... Saying it's because of Saying no homeless people, right? Because, obviously... You um, can't say it. It's a horrible look, but we all know what they're doing. But... I bet you $500 I could walk into that Tim Hortons tomorrow and sit there for 45 minutes or an hour and no one would say fucking shit to me. Of course not. Of course. No. It's obviously targeted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that it's a tragedy, not even a tragedy, it's like a gross negligence that 
this city is so committed to pushing their homeless people, like, basically around. Like, yeah. they're, like, sweeping up dirt. There's nowhere for them to go. They're, like... They're trying to raid Tent City. They're moving mm-hmm. all of the homeless shelters out of the downtown core they're so that they're completely inaccessible. Moving the shelters and... They're closing the, the safe injection the sites. The safe injection sites, exactly. And it's, like, okay. Obviously, like, Tim Hortons isn't a, isn't a public entity... And there ne- there needs to be infrastructure for this sort of thing, which should be, like, handled by the public. But it's also the beginning of winter, and that's the reason why people are loitering inside of the course. fucking Tim Hortons. Yeah. They wouldn't be loitering inside the Tim Hortons if it wasn't starting to get too cold to be outside. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, like, the, the city just really needs to say that they want people to die, basically. They need to stop pretending like that's not what they want. Well, on yeah, exactly. Like the the more businesses and the more like the city takes on practices like this in the Canadian winter, where you know average temperatures here in the winter are gotta be at least minus fifteen. Uh, yeah, I would say an average Ottawa winter is mm. like minus thirty. Yeah, exactly. So you know, ultimately, it gets worse than that too, but. Yeah, on average, yeah. let's say in January, February, Minus that's 30. what you can expect. Um, and you can't be outside without protection in that for five fucking minutes. No. Let alone overnight. Well, that's the thing is it's like, I just feel like a lot of the people that are so outraged by the Tim Hortons putting the sign up are the same people that don't actually care about a solution. You know? <laughs> you know what? They just know it's a bad look, right? Like... They're like, oh, Tim Hortons shouldn't be saying that. Like, you need to care about people. But they don't care about any of the issues that we just mentioned. I can't believe all those people solved homelessness when they slept outside for one night in the winter. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) That's gotta be my least 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 favorite charity endeavor. I I hate a lot of charity endeavors. I hate participativism. When people sleep outside for one night for the homeless... It's like, bro, you're outside every day for five, ten minutes in the Canadian winter. If that doesn't make you feel bad for the homeless people, like... It's too late. (laughs) You've already been outside. (laughs) Dude, I reamed a bunch of those people one time when I lived in Halifax because they were set up on campus. Yeah. And I thought I was... I, like, (laughs) dipped before they called campus security. (laughs) (laughs) I did that once too at Carlton. But I, they, used to they were be- like, "You want to?" And they were like blocking the door. I was, I was like, "Fuck you!" Let real homeless people block the door to campus. Don't fuck yourself. Honestly, though, like I did almost the same thing one time because you know how they always used to be at Carlton in front of the university center, mm-hmm. and they're like yeah, blasting music and it, being a nuisance. It's right? that same thing yeah. in front of. Uh, and also, guess what? If they were blasting music like that at the university they would call center, campus security. they would call the fucking cops if they yeah. were real homeless people as opposed to fucking students, white people from the suburbs. Yeah. I was going into the, I was going into the thing and they were like asking me to donate money and I was like, what are you guys doing? And they like started explaining. I was like, are you camping? I was like, what are you doing right now? The, the Venn diagram <laughs> of people who would camp in the winter and, <laughs> and people who would do fucking whatever i don't know what it's called i don't even know what it's called tape bath the night um <laughs> i think that's the right one 
I think that's the rape one. I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> Coney 2012. God, I can't keep them straight. Just sweet Charlie. Just sweet Coney. Just sweet Anta. Um. Anyways, fuck with the fuck the stupid, the stupid city and it's like Ottawa has a serious con- problem. Consistent project of purification. I don't know that it's better in any Canadian city, but I think it might be especially bad here because it's the capital. People are just I, disturbed I, by how bad it is here. Like they don't expect it. Like you know, in Toronto, mm-hmm. that there's like a big problem. People know that Vancouver has a big problem, but they don't. They come here and they don't expect it because I've had a lot of people from out of town who are here be like, "Oh my god, you guys have so many homeless people," and I'm like, "Yeah, like mm-hmm. where the fuck else are they supposed to go?" Yeah, I just finished this book. It's called Against Empathy, and they were they were talking about how, um, like one of the negative effects of empathy when it like when you see other people suffering, like for example, when you see homeless people or whatever, it can cause you actual pain, but like psychological, physical, whatever. But the problem is that the easier way to make the pain go away, as opposed to fixing it is to just, like, not look at it. Ignore it. it. So people are just as happy. Like, the example that they cited was there was, like, this famous letter that was written from someone who lived beside a concentration camp that was, like, Mm -hmm. you either have to shut these camps down or move them to somewhere where people can't see them. I've read that letter You know about this, right? Yeah. And that's literally, like, our city's approach to, as opposed to working on the homeless problem that we obviously have here um, and in other major Canadian cities is to just sweep it out of the view of the the public. public. Yeah, of course. Especially because, quite frankly, it seems like people think that it's a mess and this is the Canadian capital and they don't want tourists and officials and politicians and dignitaries to have to look at these gross unsavory homeless people yeah when they're visiting and the capital i think especially ottawa because of some of the like technically the social services that we have that end up with people being on the street because they can't be served by them anymore mm. the city doesn't want to acknowledge the fact that 60 percent of our homeless population is indigenous people northern indigenous people yeah who have come here mm-hmm. and then they don't have anything they can't get services anymore yeah right like people don't want to acknowledge that Mm -hmm. specifically we have so many like really like the the safe injection sites and like the harm reduction programs were like really a step in the right direction yeah um and now they're being shut down but like we have so many shelters and like services for homeless people and whatever that you can't access yeah if you um you aren't sober yeah there's only one shelter in Ottawa that you can access if you aren't sober and it's like notoriously dangerous yeah you know what I mean like it's Mm -hmm. not safe like people won't go to it yeah because yeah it's really really frustrating how much of a a barrier there is to like how much moralizing there is that creates barriers from people accessing the services that they need like obviously this isn't even a little bit comparable but I remember what a blockage it was like for me when I was trying to get uh, help, like escaping a very abusive situation, how much of a barrier it was to me 
that a lot of them had rules about sobriety and a lot of them had rules about religion. Yeah. That's a huge, huge thing as well, is that a lot of these services aren't actually public. No. They're organized by various religious groups. And it's like, while on one hand, that is, I guess, altruistic because they're helping some people, but ultimately they're picking and choosing who they help. Who they help based on a fake fucking set of rules that they've imposed in alignment yeah. with their own morals. Yeah, and it's like right? obviously people deserve the right to access those services without having to. Like, I just, it's so annoying. It's like a false, like, expectation, you know? It's like, oh, you have to be sober to access this service. But also, it's like, well, how are people supposed to access services that can help them with sobriety if they can't? Access any services without being sober. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, if you don't have somewhere to sleep and you're freezing to death and you don't have anything to eat, your focus isn't on fucking getting sober. How's anyone supposed to get sober? Yeah. Under those conditions. No, exactly. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. And they, people know that. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And also, like, homeless people aren't obviously homeless because... <laughs> Like, a lot of homeless people are obviously homeless because they've already been failed by the system, and yeah. now they're just repeatedly being failed by the system, whether it's, like, the criminal justice system the or mental health the, system. the mental health system, the foster care system, whatever the fuck it is. But it's, like, obviously this this is a cycle that um, attracts people with substance use issues, but, like, if you didn't have a substance use issue when you became homeless, you are going you're to. luck getting out of it without one. How the fuck else are you supposed to cope in these situations? Yeah, exactly. No, absolutely not. Anyways, fuck Tim Hortons. Yeah, fuck the city of Ottawa. Fuck the city of Ottawa. Fuck hostile architecture. Fuck the government of Ontario. <laughs> And fuck Tim Hortons again. And fuck Tim Hortons again. Because the coffee sucks ass. You know, ironically, I didn't know this. You probably know this too because there's a local comedian who has a joke about it. But I didn't know until like a year ago that Tim Hortons was a hockey player who famously died in a drunk driving accident. Yeah. Was that, is that a like well-known Canadian fact? If you know who Tim Hortons is, yeah. The coffee man. I just thought he was yeah, the coffee like, man, you know? I think a lot of people know that he was, like, a <laughs> hockey player. Right. But if you don't pay attention to hockey... You wouldn't know that he died in drunk driving accident? Not unless you Googled it. When did he die? In, like, the 70s or something? I think, like, more recently than that. Mm, okay. I don't know. I don't remember the exact... He didn't... He also... I don't really think he played that much hockey. Right. He was more of a businessman and less of a statesman. He was more of a Don Cherry. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, not in the racist way. Like, I don't know if he was racist, but I just mean, like, Don Cherry. Probably was. Don Cherry was a coach, but he only ever actually played, like, one game in the NHL. Yeah. As a call-up for Boston, right? My point is, like, I don't think he played that much hockey, really. I think that you, like, people who end up being commentators and coaches and stuff, a lot of the time they don't really play. They're not, they're not the best players. Yeah, exactly. They might be technically, mm -hmm. but not naturally. It's a different skill set. It's a different skill set, yeah. Of course. Um, like, you know, skating with skates on the ice versus, like, spouting your mouth off while wearing an ugly suit. Yeah. Completely different skill set. Different, well, <laughs> different halves of the brain, yeah, actually. Right, right brain versus left brain. <laughs> Front versus back. You, you guys know how it is. <laughs> well, it's like when I think about people that I played water polo with, I'm like, okay, people, you know, you get to a certain level, and mm -hmm. it's like, I'm never going to progress further than this. Do I quit or do I become a coach? Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. That's like that's like me. I'm I'm like the plan man. Right. You know? That's why I help You're all in- my friends with their relationships, right? It's like, do I quit or do I become a coach? Because you got the bird's eye view. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, coaches don't play the field. Whoa. <laughs> Is that is that a joke about coaches being faithful in relationships? Yeah. Okay. His, uh, I guess I'm I'm too far removed from coaching culture. <laughs> <laughs> These jokes are flying way over my head. Also, historically, is it coaches or managers who keep getting caught in cheating scandals in the NFL? Managers fuck. Uh, okay. That's what's up, baby. Yeah. You gotta have the skills the to club, seal the, the deal. Work. Yeah. <laughs> All the money and uh, none of the morals. All right. Dude, I've been listening to, to like back episodes of Dumb yeah. and Awful and they're talking about the NCAA and college football and like all the regulations about um, preventing students from getting paid and stuff. And it's so crazy. Yeah, it's fucked. Big recommendation. Listen to the old episodes of Dumb and Awful where they talk about the NCAA. Very interesting if you um, like sports management and socialism the u.s is so crazy you can really get a sports scholarship for anything yeah dude canada's not like that guys i know a girl that went to the u.s on a golf scholarship for school. i was just gonna say i was really good at golf and my parents have never been more upset about me about yeah. not wanting to pursue something i actually know two girls that got golf scholarships to yeah. the u.s i'm freakishly good at golf yeah my cousin had a running scholarship yeah, friend of the pod, Gloria Wallace's oh, yeah. younger brother, younger brother of the pod, not really, younger brother of, of friend the best of the friend pod. of the pod, um, is on a high jump scholarship. Yeah. At, like, University of California. They'll something. let you do anything these days. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Gloria's family is so crazy. Yeah. They're all, like, over six feet tall. All right, let's talk about stuff. Yeah. The talk internet? about the internet? Yeah, let's do it. The internet? The internet. The internet. The internet. The internet. The internet. I'm going to go to more Not yet. Now it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you have a beef this week? So I do. Okay. Okay, hear me out. Mm-hmm. You know when someone asks you if you sell nudes? Yes. But it's a guy that you already know? No. Okay, imagine this. Okay. Someone who you have, like, an online relationship with is like, hey, can I buy your nudes? No. No, uh, you can't. you can't do that. You no. can't ask someone you know to sell you nudes. No, it's weird. It's not appropriate. Do it from a do it from an anonymous alt account. It wasn't me. It was someone else that this happened to. Oh no. Yeah. Do it from an anonymous alt account. Yeah, I'm sure people have bought nudes from me that are people that you know, I but you don't know with, that they buy it from an alt. Yeah. yeah, which is fine. Yeah. Like, it's just it's not appropriate. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't sell nudes anymore, but I'm sure that when I did, people would ask for multi-counts. <laughs> but it's like, whatever. That's part of the... My guy friends the can game. have a little titty. <laughs> if they send you money, but you don't need to know that it's them. No, I would prefer not to. You were to. so freaked out. You really thought it was me that this happened to. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, who is it? Who is it? Well, who obviously, it? if it's someone that you know, it's going to be someone that I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One time, um, someone joked about it to me in real life, and I don't think he was really joking. Yeah. Absolutely not. No. Yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> Anyways, cut that. But like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's so weird. That's my beef. It's just like etiquette, guys. Like my beef is also about nudes. Hmm. So there's been a tweet that's going around. I retweeted it. Um, that was like. This girl posted a screenshot and everyone was clowning on them because they're from the UK and the, the guy sent a text message that said, show me your arse. And she said, like, send me $100. And then she posted a screenshot of him sending her, like, 150 pounds, yeah. euros, whatever. A lot of money. A decent amount, yeah. Yeah. And then she was like, who needs to have an OnlyFans when you have a hunover boyfriend? And it's like, you are cruel and i hope that man leaves you yeah the, send him just do it or don't he's hungover. you should be sending him a picture of your ass and fucking uber eats why yeah. is he sending you money when he's For an ass over pick. he's yeah he's suffering. she's taking advantage of him he's not in his right mind he's suffering yeah just and if send- you don't want to do it don't do it send him, don't an ask him for money yeah. One. yeah. If you really don't want to do it. But again, fucking, even if you're at work, how much skin is it? Men don't care if it's, it doesn't have to be like expertly photographed. Fuck, go to the bathroom. Like, I'm assuming that she sent him nudes pic- before because he's asking, right? So What's her, who cares? Also, it's her boyfriend. Yeah, but like, if you don't do that, whatever. But they clearly do. So, what's the problem? I don't know, but she's being brutal. Yeah. That, that's deeply evil to me. It is. It's so weird. Also, I think it's real. It is something that needs to be acknowledged that all men are like this when they're not feeling well. They're like, mm, I don't feel good. I'm sick. Send me a picture of your butt. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And of course. Haven't we all done that? You should do it. Of course you should do it. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I'm like, oh, I miss you. Send me a pic of your titties. <laughs> of course. <laughs> That's fine. It's only human. It, it's healing. It's fine. Everybody everybody understands this. When you're sick or you're hungover, you just need a little bit of extra attention. Sometimes you need a little bit of extra attention in the form of a nudie. And that's okay. It's okay. A nudie. A nudie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's okay. I just really worry for the young women of today yeah. due to their obsession with making relationships that weren't transactional before transactional. transactional. <laughs> Sorry. Plus, I bet this chick shits on sex workers. Oh, yeah. Who needs an OnlyFans when you have a boyfriend? Yeah. I mean, arguably... People who have OnlyFans aren't necessarily sex workers, but... Yeah, of course not. Um... Also, you know, arguably you can have an OnlyFans and a boyfriend. That's your business. Mm-hmm. Or you, I don't. I just don't think you should be asking your man for money. No, it's a really bad look. Yeah, it's fine to be broke. Mm-hmm. But it shouldn't be apparent. I think that it's okay if somebody understands what your financial situation is and they help you out. Yeah. Because you're their loved one. Yeah. Like, I think that that's... Fine. Totally fine. And, like, I wouldn't want to be with someone who I wouldn't help out if I had extra money and they didn't or who wouldn't help me out in the opposite situation. And I wouldn't want to be friends with people like that either, but... No, of course not. Um... 
but it, I think it's kind of crazy to ask your ask your partner. It is for money. It's like okay, is, is that your boyfriend or is that your dad? I also don't think it's right to ask your dad for money, but <laughs> I don't think you should be asking other people for money. Just don't ask anyone for money. If it's not your boss, don't ask anyone for money. Yeah, How you can ask that? your boss for money. Yeah. Plus, you know what? Fine, get your drift if it's a fucking stranger asking you for a nude. Obviously. Well, yeah. Sets work is work. But, rel- like, in the context of a relationship, it's honestly psychotic. It's- I think it's fine to post on the internet and be like, send me money. Because if people are going to send you money, that's mm-hmm. their problem. Yeah. But don't ask people that you actually know. No, of course not. It's different. It's inappropriate. Right? And don't ask people you actually know for nudes, either. Yeah. Um... Anyways, really crazy stuff. Is it time for Dumb, Dumb Bitch of, of the week. week? I got a lot of good ones. A lot of good ones. Um, Alright. I guess we can start with the one that I already I, I already tweeted a, a screenshot. Oh, that blew up. Of, yeah. Um... <laughs> Nick Mullen. <laughs> yeah, Nick, yeah, Nick Mullen replied to it, guys, I made it. Um, <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. He said, are you horny, baby? Can daddy come drain his balls in you? Um, and he said this all while looking like the mayor of fucking Whoville. He literally looks like 14. Yeah, he's 26. That's sad. Yeah. I know because he has 19, not to dots him, but he has 1993 in his username. Everyone kept being like, this is a child. I'm like, okay, actually. It's not. This is a grown ass man. So I don't, fe- <laughs> Even I don't feel bad. Also, I didn't dots him. I didn't put his fucking name in no. it. And also, honorary dumb bitch of the week, everyone who replied to my tweet about it with an Austin, something about Austin, Austin Powers. Powers. yeah. As if Austin Powers is the only person who's ever said, are you horny, baby? And I'm not even entirely sure he says that in the movie. I don't think he does, honestly. I think he says, do I make you horny? Yeah. I don't understand the frame of reference that people on Twitter who use GIFs are operating out of, but I don't want to. I don't know? want to. Also, honorary dumb bitch, anyone who replied to that tweet and said, well, can he? Yeah, all right. Fuck it. Toss that right on. Well, can he? No, he can't, obviously. Clearly. We all know. (laughs) All right. Thematically, from a different person. Perfect. This one's on Instagram. Sweet. And he says, you're so beautiful. Are you single? I would love to be your daddy one day. Hmm. First of all, no, I'm not. The position is filled, but thank you for your interest. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? He was kind of respectful. I would love to be your daddy one day. Are you single? You're beautiful. Just wondering. This is what I can bring to the table. It's so, it's so, obviously, like, lots of things are, like, sexy and sweet, in, like, the appropriate contexts that are, like, disgusting. Like, I would love to be your daddy one day. It's like, ew! Ew! Strange men on the internet need to stop presuming to be my daddy. Well, that's the other thing, is it's like, they're just like, everybody's into this. Right? Like, ew, don't say that. It's like, yeah, I call my boyfriend daddy every single day, a hundred times, but... 
you don't need to bring it into they don't my know Instagram that. request. Yeah, like, of course. Get, get out. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I guess what? What? I got another one. Woo! Woo! Um, this one is also from Instagram. Great. Instagram is really coming through today. Yeah, and it's from the comments Ooh. on my Instagram pictures. And this person commented on a bunch of my Instagram pictures. And uh, because his name is funny, I'm just going to fucking say it. <laughs> it's a uh, stoned nuts locker 420 memes. <laughs> Great. <laughs> What did Stoned Nuts Locker 420 memes say? You looked like a fairy tale princess, but then you have pits like that. Shave that shit nasty thought. <laughs> then he commented on, on another picture and said, you're really pathetic. <laughs> then he commented on a third picture and said, kind of want a nut on your face. Kind of want to make fun of you more for your armpit hair. He's horny but confused. He's, he's lashing out. He's so mad that he thinks I'm hot even though I have hairy armpits. It's almost like it doesn't matter. Also, crazily, only one of the pictures that he commented on has my armpit hair in it. I think one of the pictures he commented on, I actually, my armpit is in it and it's shaved. <laughs> so He really just can't get it out of his head. He's, he's just fixed. He's really fixated. fixated. Did I ever tell you, I have the most psychotic um, story about my armpit hair. I have a couple of psychotic stories about my armpit hair. I think I already said the one on my pod, the pod about uh, my brother's friend. Yeah. Telling me that he thought my armpit hair was sexy. My brother's so mad about that. Um, it's the, gross. The other one was, there was this guy who I've known for a really long time. He was my drug dealer when I was like in high school. He's a grown man. I have a question about this. Yeah. He's the guy that's always at the... Um, pool place in Canada, right? Yes. Is his name Jay? No. Okay. Keep going. Oh, we know the we know the same same <laughs> drug dealer who hangs out at the pool <laughs> pool club in Canada, right? Um, no, it's different ones, guys. Don't worry. Same as Mike. Like every man. Uh, <laughs> men have four names. Okay. Anyways, men. <laughs> if your name isn't Mike, you're not paying attention. Um, but <laughs> did you? Uh, every guy I've ever dated has been named Mike, Phil, or Sam. Yeah. 100%. Brendan. Oh, yeah, I dated two guys named Brendan, too. Those are the four names. Three Phils, two Mikes, two Sams, and two Brendans. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this guy was, like, my drug dealer and stuff. He used to, like, send me weed in the mail when I lived in Halifax. He has a wife... And they have two daughters. And when his wife was with her pregnant with their second daughter, they were trying to decide names. And she really wanted to name the daughter Evelyn. And he told her that they couldn't. And then he messaged me and said, my wife wanted to name my daughter Evelyn, but I told her no because I jacked off to you so many times. And I was like, oh, this is all new information to me. And then, like... Years later, he sent me a message and he was like, thank God you stopped shaving your armpits so I don't have to jack off to you anymore. Have to. And I was like, I didn't even know you had Instagram. I knew you were looking at my pictures. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't talked to you in years, man. You're still, oh my God. (laughs) 
God, that's so disturbing. The dis- most disturbing part is this man definitely doesn't have anything more than would be posted on my public Instagram. No. He's one of the seven people that saves every photo you post. Oh, yeah. Nine people save every photo of me on Instagram. One of them's him. Yeah. At least I know one of them's my boyfriend, so at least only the other eight are perverts. But my boyfriend did it before we were dating, before we even started hanging out. So. Hooking up. So, okay, let's be real. Nine of them are perverts. One of them's me. Okay, well, that's fine. I'm kidding. <laughs> Is that why you wouldn't let me help you move? Yeah. You have so many printed artifacts of me. Yeah. All right, let's do tweets of the week. <laughs> okay. My tweet of the week is from someone who's been the tweet of the week before, so sorry. So is mine. I wonder if it's the same one. Okay. Guess we'll find out. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. I only like, like, four people's tweets. Same. (laughs) That's why. Okay. My tweet is from at Kennedy Phyllis. Okay. Local head, local, local comedian. Local legend. Local local comedian. Oh my god. Okay, sorry, local week. Mm-hmm. So, at Kennedy Phyllis, mm-hmm. my pussy tastes like Baby Yoda. <laughs> okay. All right. Lots, lots of chew on in that tweet. It's especially funny because she's never on the internet. Yeah. So she logged in like two weeks after the Baby Yoda discourse just to tweet that and then logged out again. Yeah, I know. That's part of why her tweets are so good is because it's like she's just having They're high... Like unfiltered. She's having high thoughts for like three months and then she just logs onto Twitter.com, writes one banger tweet and then disappears again. It's beautiful. Good for her. And thank you for your service. Yes. Uh, my tweet of the week is from Adrena Molson mm-hmm. at Drina for you. Very funny. Dude, she just, she tweets real bangers sometimes. Yeah. All right. Uh, and she tweeted, Adam Sandler is hot. So sue me. He reminds me of my cousin. <laughs> All her best tweets are about thinking her cousin is hot. Honestly, I want... Show us the cousin. Show, show us, us the, the cousin. cousin. Drina, I know you're listening. I get it. I wish I had a hot cousin, you know? Yeah, it's hard when you are the hot cousin because it's like... What do I do? Look around you. If none of your cousins are hot, congratulations, you're the hot cousin. Same thing goes for being the gay cousin. Okay, true. None of my cousins are, are, uh, I think one of my cousins is gay, but, you know. Well. You know. What about your cousin that followed me on Instagram? Oh, she's, like, tragically straight, just really chaotic. Yeah, that was chaotic. She's really, really chaotic. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. That's that's a type of queer. <laughs> See, my family's so big that there's three gay cousins. But it's okay. just stats. Okay, statistically, it makes sense. Yeah. There are a lot of gay people in my family, but, like, um, the the younger generation is underrepresented. Right. Because like you're all straight. Of course. Goes without saying. I always I always think my brother's gay, but I just think he's bad with women. I don't think he's gay, honestly. I don't think... I think he... I wish he was. I don't think he's gay either, but, um, yeah, he'd clean up if he was, yeah. but he's not. Um, right, if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, my dad's gay, my grandfather was gay, uh, there's a lot of gay people in my family. Or at least that's what we took it to mean when we found a bunch of gay porn on his computer after he was dead. 
so funny to think about my grandfather using dial-up to look at gay porn. Stop! <laughs> oh, he's gay gay. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have real internet. Gay people back then were so much more hardcore. Dude, he was on AOL doing like, gay shit. Like, they really shit. tried. Yeah. He was doing gay shit on AOL. Yeah, in Newfoundland. Yeah. On dial-up. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah. Rest in peace. <laughs> If you're related to me and you're listening to this and I just reveal the family secret, just take it up with my mom or something. I'm sorry. She shouldn't have told me. No. <laughs> you know she can't keep I a haven't, secret. I haven't been guarding the family secrets. I'm sorry. Yeah. This is like that, like the jacking off to the L word thing. It's like you just keep it to yourself. Yeah. This a day in every girl's life when she realizes that she and her stepdad have jacked off to probably all the same episodes of the, the L, L word. <sighs> Happens. I mean, what the fuck else are you supposed to do when you're bedridden and you're, like, 17? Jack off jack to off, real Jack off to real porn? It's like, meh. You know? There's no fun in that. Yeah. You're still a practicing Catholic, so you gotta at least pretend you're not. Yeah, you have to, you like, know? watch the show. You can't doodle... You have to care le- You plot. can't doodle lesbian <laughs> porn. <laughs> okay? It's, it's not... It's not appropriate. God can't see you if you're watching TV while you jack off. Exactly, exactly. I uh, actually watched um, The Elder for the Dialogue, and not a lot of people know that about me. That's true. It's it famously really good Cinematography is yeah. amazing. Lighting design. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just thought that Jenny was a really uh, interesting character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me too. I would, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. <laughs> All right. This has been a lovely, a lovely episode. Um... I love how every week we enter into a conversation with the listeners and then we never have to hear them respond. Um, just kidding, guys. Sound off in the comments, as always. Um, we love to hear what you think. It's uh, separate if you're fact-checking us, in which case, fuck off and never listen again. Uh, anyways, have a good week. Bye. <laughs>